It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22. That's right. We got all kind of things in store for you. Uh, not the least of which is I'm going to tell you what a shit show Austin, Texas is. Um, I can't wait to tell you about the events of yesterday. I'm going to be one of those most transparent people when it comes to politics and just expose it all. Just lower the boom on all of it. Sitting at the helm of the Mothership. This cast of characters over here. Chance, the soulless ginger rapper. Kayla Swift and Justin Case. Oh, look at that. That's, that's Justin Washington <laughs> over there. <laughs> Actually, you kind of look like Prince if he'd have gotten old. <laughs> look at that thing, man. <laughs> oh, Kayla, I'm sorry you got to sit between the nonsense over there. Good job, guys. Um, you remember Mark and Candace? I don't even Who? remember those. I don't even remember those guys anymore. <laughs> they they they've been out. Uh, I, I guess little, forever. Little little flute break or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. These kids might be taking an early honeymoon. I don't know. Oh my gosh! They've gone radio silent for us. Sitting over at the pub, hot news. Natalie, party foul. Steve, Lisa Page made me do it. And Jennings. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna get into it today. I can't wait to just edge it. Everyone except Steve is staying hydrated. I'm gonna educate some people. I feel like I feel like you came in with a different aura around you today. Well, I'm tired. I'm tired. He just walked in and didn't say anything. I walked through the swamp yesterday. (laughs) I was I was in Austin all day yesterday. Interesting stuff, man. I can't wait to tell you guys some stories, some little behind the scenes these things. You just wouldn't believe. I mean, it's just stuff that's just or would we? Uh I mean, you know it's there, but when, you, when you're there firsthand, you're seeing it and, and some of the things that are going on, it's so disgusting. And you think you know what I'm going to tell you, but you don't. I'm going to surprise some people today with what I'm going to tell you, because your enemy is not who you think it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. All right. They, they're, they're, there's some rough folks out there, but they're not who you think they are. Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the News Why It Matters, and Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. You look good in that chair. Thank you. Look at you all shiny on tax day. Th- yes, taxation, taxation is theft. theft. Just in case anyone forgot. You know, I keep telling people this thing about property tax in Texas. I keep oh, saying it needs to go away or it, it needs to be to. lowered. Yes. And people keep going, well, you can't abolish it because this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, well, you can yes. because it's immoral. Uh, who is, who's telling you that? A lot of people. Pe- well, how are you going to replace that tax money? Uh, we're going to combine some of your school gymnasiums that look like a coliseum on a college campus. Yeah. With We're going to let you go to the public gym and use those. Or we're going to let the public use your gym rather than having to build another gym across town in the Slake. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> so we're going to call them multi-purpose facilities so you spoiled-ass citizens of Texas can stop spending billions of dollars to build Division II college campuses that are actually high schools that have cafeterias of Burger King mm-hmm. and Chick-fil-A yep. and Pizza Hut inside of them. We're going to stop doing all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's incredible that people are actually saying that to you. I would have to imagine that maybe they're renters because they all of the property it. owners that I know are like, you never truly own your property here in Texas and it's really, really annoying. Universally, across the board, everybody says it needs to be reduced. But what I've been doing is tasking economists with the with this question. Yeah. How would you abolish property taxes? Every one of them goes, oh, well, I, I you can't. Oh. You. And I'm like, ah, that's not what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you had to or die, right. how would you do it? And it's funny how all of them come back with a plan. Hmm. They all manage to come back with a plan. Guess Jennings, you can, it's I interesting. guess you can do it. Uh, so I've got a big meeting. I've been meeting with several economists, uh, various uh, real estate people. 
uh, people who are actively involved in the appeals process every year. Some folks, they help uh, homeowners appeal like 25,000 a year that they, they're appealing that many cases against the property tax levies that are out there. Uh, everything's screwed up. The appraisal situation yep. is not standardized. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm meeting with several folks this next Tuesday for a long lunch. It's going to be one of those whiteboard things. See, I'm mediocre in most things that I do. Mediocre. Are you? But let me tell you where I'm good. I know how to take some complex issues and break them down and communicate them in a very simple, even stupid way that makes people understand it. And I can sometimes mix it with a little bit of humor. Now, y'all going to have to pray for me because once <laughs> these guys start whiteboarding all this stuff, I ain't going to have a damn clue because this is a multi-layered problem here mm -hmm. in Texas. It's a bad deal. Yeah. But these are the kind of issues that, that we're facing right here. People keep saying, well, what would you do about the southern border? That's a complex issue mm -hmm. that has a very, it's going to be, um, um, going to take a very complex solution. Which I hope that people appreciate that you're willing to say, you know what, that's a complex issue and we need to look into it. Yeah. You're not just going to stand there and... Build that wall. Right. See, I Pair put, a bunch of I, things I put that stuff don't... out there and then people right. go, build that wall. We should build the wall. We should finish the wall. I agree with that 100%, but that's not the only solution. Yeah. That's one other uh, roadblock yep. that's, that, that stops people from coming in here. Uh, there's various things that are here. And we're going to... Anyway, I didn't mean to get into all that stuff. <laughs> one of the things, I met with several... Uh, uh, border experts yesterday and I met with several border patrol agents both current and former and every one of them to a person said you gotta let border patrol and ICE do their yes. damn jobs oh that's one of the they're, main complaints they're handcuffed well and, and handcuffed yeah, Lisa they, they literally sit there <laughs> and just watch people walk across the border and they can't do anything, can't do anything they just about their, their orders are my, they just sit there and watch them my border patrol friends uh, that are active right now they said during the Trump administration they were literally bored yeah they were bored uh, hey, violent crime, it's on the rise, only getting worse. Demonstrators burn down buildings, loot businesses. Hey, I don't know if y'all knew it or not. It's rioting season again. They threaten people's lives. Criminals get a get-out-of-jail-free card because of COVID, and they're talking about defunding the police. No wonder people are purchasing guns like never before, and they need to be prepared, uh, just like you do for your family's safety and security. It's never been a greater threat. You need to take care of that. That's where U.S. Law Shield comes in. They keep their members informed about ever-changing state and federal gun laws. And as a member, you'll learn how you can lawfully defend yourself and your family. Costs just $10.95 per month. You get immediate 24-7, 365 access to attorney-answered emergency hotline, and you won't have to pay a penny in attorney's fees if the nightmare of, self, of a self-defense scenario ever happens to you. Here's what you do. Call 833-GUNLAW. That's 833-GUNLAW, or visit uslawshield.com slash chat for a special radio offer. You got my word. You'll feel better having U.S. Law Shield on your side. 833-GUNLAW or uslawshield.com slash chat. Be back in a minute. Now, today, uh, at the time of this taping, we they are hearing the debates and the deliber deliberation on bills 1927 and 1911, which is for constitutional carry here in the state of Texas. It's actually happening right now as we're taping this. Uh, I think at this point, 1927 has been, it's failed. Um, 1911 is, is the big one that we're really kind of thinking about. This is the closest that we've been as a state to uh, having constitutional carry in at least 25 years. At least they're hearing it. Uh, I was in Austin yesterday to speak on that. And of course, the GOP said no to me. 
they had scheduled me to come speak at the Capitol with a, a, another group of people. I was it was it was representative so and so, senator so and so, senator so and so, comedian. <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't awesome. YouTuber. I know. Well, I I always tell them I said, could you please just put me down as TV host or yeah. something? Yeah. You know, because <laughs> they can't say candidate. They can't Random say, white male in a cowboy hat. Because it's Chad a GOP sponsored thing, so they can't put a candidate up there yeah. and say, okay, like it's because that looks like an endorsement, right? <laughs> and of course, there was there was a specific representative that raised a stink about me being a part of it yet again, and they asked me to bow out of the thing, which I did graciously. So I went down there, and within 24 hours, I had my own rally at Whiskey Tango Foxtrot <laughs> Ice House there on Sixth Street. Great turnout in less than 24 hours. We had. Uh, I promise you, Joe Biden couldn't do it. <laughs> Joe Biden couldn't do it. Joe Biden can't get five uh, people on his live stream. I tell you, you want to talk about a great little political rally? First of all. Shout out to Austin Talley that has Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Ice House on 6th Street in Austin. Great place. You need to go there. He's a conservative. He's a veteran. He's very heavily involved in, uh, sits on probably five different boards for um, um, nonprofits that, that benefit vets and uh, does a great, great job down there. And it's kind, of a, it's kind of a good little meeting hub for conservatives in there. It has become that in Austin. Uh, so we did our rally there at noon yesterday. First political rally I've ever held that uh, everybody was drinking a beer. I love that. Fantastic. That's the way it is. That's the way political movements get started uh, in America is is right there in the pub, in the tavern, in the bar. And that's mm-hmm. that's the way we did it. So unfortunately, that's also how it happens in Germany. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It tends political movements throughout history worldwide have, have tended to happen both good and bad in the pubs. Uh, but we were there and uh, I don't know, we probably had 35 people, 33 dozen people, I guess, that were there. Uh, hanging out which i was happy to have that these were some influential people that showed up they drove from various parts of the state and with less than 24 hours notice at noon on a wednesday that's great i'll take it all day every day so one of our strategies is to do when these cities we go into is to do these little pop-up rallies Mm -hmm. like that so it's good sarah it was good and uh, i spoke for 24 minutes laid the boom down on them and i'll tell you guys in a minute what i said because i want y'all's input on this can I just sure it, you, can. you the fact that these people drove to Austin of all places yeah. says a lot. Austin is still you. weird, by the way. It is. I mean, I'm thinking, gosh, the, this, there's a conservative who owns a, a restaurant or a bar yeah. in downtown. God bless him. Yeah. I hope he stays put. Soon, as soon as him. I got there, as soon as I got there, I went to put on my dress shirt because we drove down yesterday morning. And when I say we, it was me and Allison. Everybody knows yeah. Allison. And um, <laughs> uh, go to put on my dress shirt and the button breaks oh, no. right there. So I had to throw on my defend the police shirt and my sport With coat. With your sport coat, I saw yeah. that. I was like, interesting choice, but interesting okay. Choice. I had no, had, had no choice. Uh, that was, it, but wearing that defend the police t-shirt through downtown Austin, it got oh, some yeah. interesting looks as well. Uh, but that's what it did. And so anyway, Allison, who, <laughs> God bless her, she's the greatest human on the planet, present company, company notwithstanding. This, uh, <laughs> she's went and got a needle and thread. I got a picture of her sitting oh on the gosh. back seat of my truck sewing that up. Of course she did. Because what we did is after I spoke, we went over to the Capitol to visit the Capitol rally. Now, when I got over there, there was, there was a lot of disappointed faces because most of the people who were there had showed up to hear me <laughs> speak at the Capitol. I love that. And so when I got there, it was like, either they let me speak or there was going to be an insurrection. <laughs> So God bless them. Uh, they said, "Will you speak?" And I was like, "I'll think about it." Yeah, right. I'm um, not sure if I got time. Yeah. Let me. So I've got some meetings that. here at the Capitol. So anyway, uh, 
I spoke, you know, for for a couple minutes, nothing longer drawn out. And again, you can't do a campaign speech, so that's not what it was. The Mm -hmm. beauty of doing it at WTF is I could campaign all I wanted to talk about my vision. And so, you know, but we were talking about constitutional carry there at the Capitol. Good support. We'll see what happens. Some great people were there, spent some great time with uh, Representative Kyle Biederman, spent some time with uh, uh, Senator Bob Hall, two heroes, two studs in in Austin. And uh, Bob Hall was very supportive. He, he he was a little miffed that they had scrapped me off of that thing. So good. It's interesting. Uh, I met some players who, off the record, are very supportive of what we're doing. Great. And I mean, some way up high up that have to remain off the record people. Well, very it, interesting. I mean, I mean if anyone like, hasn't realized yet, he's serious. He's serious. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to drive a real across. Thing. I'm not getting up at six o'clock in the morning, drive to Austin, Texas to to uh just to go have a beer <laughs> were these people that like worked for abbott or something or no i can't tell oh, hey I can't say. Governor, can't wait till wait till the break and we'll ask there was him. no staff of abbott's who made that comment I'll governor that. prather yes. i just wanted to let you know <laughs> get erect for governor elect oh my the god the best t-shirt idea hang on natalie the best t-shirt i've had so far and they refused to print it for me yeah. chad prather he's not kinky I love that. I love it too. They're like, it's communicating the wrong message. I said, I don't think y'all have met me. (laughs) The point is, I'm serious about this. This is on brand. This is very on brand. I don't know that Kinky was that serious about it. Yeah. I'm serious about it, Natalie. Colonel West spoke a couple of days at the range. He Mm -hmm. showed up and and spoke. uh, Every major network was there. He spoke about constitutional carry. He knew you were heading down. It was the same day that you were down and um, he was excited you were headed down there. One of the reporters asked him, um, you know, you um, uh, several police chiefs from around the state gathered together. I just want to know if you knew this and spoke. They weren't big fans of constitutional carry. Mm -hmm. And then the reporter went on to say, um, you know, hairstylists have to have a license. This has to have a license. This has to have a license. (laughs) So what do you what's your response to that? Because that's right. And he said. It's that none of that is in our constitution. Right. Mm. And so anyway, I just um, was going to ask you, did you actually witness any of that happening where police chiefs were speaking against constitution? No, I knew that the police chiefs had met. Right. And I knew the problem. And and look, I don't as far as that bill is concerned, I don't like everything about it, Mm -hmm. but I don't like everything about any bill that's out there. Nobody does. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's always going to be caveats that are in there. Um, You know, yesterday they were they were doing. Um, they're trying to get bills passed based on child mutilation, you know, given given three year old sex changes and, uh, you know, hormone therapy for show, which means, in other words, you're not using hormone therapy. I mean, there's a there's a there's a case I heard about yesterday of a of a, of a boy who entered puberty at three years old. OK, that's mm-hmm. a very rare thing, but it Whoa. can happen. And so they had to give him these hormone blockers because if you don't do that, there's a good chance yeah. the kid ends up with cancer because this this process going on in the body. So that is a valid use of hormone blockers. But for show means you're doing it to a kid's in order to make them look like the opposite sex mm. or to behave or, or to feel and, and express themselves like the opposite sex physically. Uh, and there were there were. <laughs> Let me just say that the Republicans in Austin are not conservatives. When I say the enemy is not who you think it is, it ain't the left. Mm-hmm. My God in heaven, mm-hmm. it's these Republicans. It's these And that's why I was surprised when you said we, we are the closest that we've ever been to getting constitutional carry. Because what I said was, uh, 
I haven't paid, I haven't followed that closely yet because session just, you know, started a couple months ago. But uh, the Republicans I knew last session certainly were not conservative right. enough to take that seriously. Right. And back to your question, Natalie, and I, and I went the end around on it. Yeah, it's constitutional. That's why I support that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a constitutional thing. Shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed. It's very clear. Um, the whole thing with the bump stocks being banned, that's ridiculous. That's an infringement. Uh, the, um, the, the, the difficulty of getting the tax stamp that you need to just get a suppressor for your rifle that, or, or your handgun, that mm-hmm. is an infringement. I just don't see any of that stuff constitutionally. And that's why I don't like the, um, the, um, the Firearms Act, the NFA, the National Firearms Act, which puts all of these concessions on these and these rules and regulations. It, does, it needs to be abolished. These are things I, I told the folks in Austin yesterday. I said, I would rather be out here with this group of people knowing that every one of you were armed than to think that nobody was armed, that the only people armed out here are these guys who are standing around with automatic machine guns guarding the Capitol. I'd much rather know that the citizens are armed. Mm -hmm. I I would much rather know that. So I know we're just crazy down here in Texas. But I also told him, I said, there is an invasion, if you will. There is an encroachment that is coming into this country from our southern border. Now, I'm not saying everybody coming from the southern border is some evil MS-13 gang member murderer. I'm not saying that. But they did apprehend some MS-13 gang members just this week. So it's happening. The cartel is a billion-dollar industry. Traffickers are making $15 million a day. There, there, there is a lot of stuff that's going on that's bad, and they're bussing this and flying this deeper into the interior of our country where they'll never leave, and they can never leave, because once they get ensconced in there in the way that they are, it's just going to be it. So, so all of you folks in Idaho and in Illinois and everybody that looks down here and wants to judge us for saying what we say about the southern border, uh, it's coming to your neighborhood. So just get ready. Buckle up, Buttercup. MS-13 is already in every community yep. in America. So there it is. Colonel it's only going to get stronger. <laughs> Sorry. You, I mean in it. other words, you, you, you better learn how to arm yourself. Yeah. He also spoke about, um, he said, I would challenge the police chiefs to go and visit with the, the judges who are releasing a record amount of criminals from prison right now. Mm-hmm. He said that's happening a lot. There's nobody who doesn't want the gun in the wrong hand more than somebody who wants a gun in their own hand. Yeah. Somebody who's le- who legally can do that. So they're yeah. releasing the criminals. Correct. Uh, and they're defunding the police in some places. So in your show, and the we're letting day, illegals in. Correct. Daniel Horowitz made an incredible, accurate statement. He said they don't incarcerate people anymore. Right. Mm. They don't put people in prison. They don't keep them. And we talk about, oh, our prisons are overpopulated. Well, they're not keeping people anymore. That's one of the excuses they use for turning people loose. COVID is another excuse. Mm-hmm. They release them out on bail. They go home and hope they turn back in for a court date. They do that. Um, it, it's a bad situation. Uh, you got all these people out there with warrants on them and stuff like that. Why weren't they incarcerated? And you're not talking That's about happening. releasing people who have an ounce of weed. We're talking about. I don't about- care about that. Like right. for me and people keep asking me and I don't. Here, here's my official statement about the legalization of marijuana. I will not oppose it. I will not oppose it. If legislation were to cross my desk to sign, I wouldn't veto that. I would not oppose it. Because I, it, for medical purposes to begin with, okay. I think there's a lot of studies and, and things that we just don't know yet in terms of legalizing the recreational use of it. But for medical cannabis, I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm enough libertarian, even though I'm running on a Republican uh, ticket. <laughs> I mean, I got to spit when I say the damn word every time. Every time I say Republican, I, I just got to spit on the ground. 
because I'm enough libertarian to say this. If, if you do something and it's not harming somebody else, then I really don't give a shit what you're doing. Well, it's it is very shocking when you think about the types of medications, prescription medications that you can go and exactly. get from your doctor. Yet you can't use that for medical use. We're I mean, it, it really is or, insane. Or for it's that absurd. matter, recreational use, because the people that use it are going to get it and they're using it. And it's coming from Mexico. It. It's coming from the cartels. So I'm just wondering if anybody wants to know. And you're right, Steve, yeah. because you want to lower property taxes. Let's talk <laughs> yeah, about real uh, solutions. Well, that's fair. And I know you you Sunday morning go to church, folks. Y'all need to unbutton, unbutton your Sansa belts a little bit and, and let one out of every 10 sitting in that pew is, is doing recreational marijuana. Well, and listen, I would have taken my mom high over drunk any it. day. Exactly. Well, listen, but high, I mean, she was chill. And to say that, I mean, just on a serious note, I had an uncle who died from ALS mm-hmm. and he I will never forget. I mean, he was very straight laced. He was a veteran and he the shame that he felt that he had to actually go to a drug dealer right. to get something that it was the we only thing that would make family him, members, right? I mean, it's, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. And I've got, yeah. Anyway, I want to keep this conversation going, but uh, before we do it, uh, spring's br- spring is brack. Uh, it's back. It's time for you to get back outdoors and explore. Bespoke Post, uh, take it with you on all your adventures. Their new line of essential box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. Whether you're out uh, taming the wilderness or taking your home bar to the pro-level heights, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every single month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear. Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers are going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you they're going to release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories it's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime each box 45 bucks got 70 dollars worth of gear inside you get 20 percent off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code watch chad at checkout that's boxofawesome.com code watch chad for 20 percent off your first box be back in a second All right, so two points of breaking news during the break that I just found out. One, Bill 1927, still under discussion. Mm-hmm. They haven't killed it yet. So what I said earlier, forget, forget, forget. <laughs> uh, it's back on the floor. Um, and also, uh, which is, of course, constitutional carry for Texas. <clears throat> and then they're now walking back the statement that yes. said that Russia was putting bounties on American soldiers' heads, which, of course, they accused Trump right. of being guilty of that. Yes. Allowing that to happen. Yeah. So now they're walking that back saying, not what we thought it was. Right. Oh, well, actually, it was only we only had low to moderate confidence, which in the U.S. intel community means this is completely unproven. Yeah. It means it was a bunch of bullshit to try to slam Trump again. Kind of like all of the other stuff that came from the deep state at the time, like Trump was talking bad about veterans, uh, about military service members. None of it really sounded in character, but they swore up and down that it happened. Yeah. Uh, Some deep state shit. I'm really glad that that all my friends on Facebook who touted that over the past year uh, will now apologize. I'm sure they'll apologize. They'll repent. They'll repent. They'll apologize. But there, there's a couple of things. You want to talk about revenue, uh, legalization of marijuana. I've had people who keep saying, don't get into that. Don't bring, don't thump the Bible at me, man. I'm just telling you, I'm talking, this is real talk. If you want to really get fiscal about this and talk real business and true freedom, uh, there is there is some merit to that. There's some merit to having casinos in Texas. 
Um, I'm not talking about rebuilding some trashy dump out there, and I could name some cities where there's a bunch of casinos, but, you know, Windstar up above the border ain't too bad of an area up there with that beautiful golf course and that nice layout and those fun shows they have and all that money going to Oklahoma or going over to Lake Charles, Louisiana. Every single license plate in all of those parking lots are Texas yeah. license yeah. plates. Yeah. Yeah. They, they probably got a Bible in the backseat window, too. Uh, and then, and then, which I don't care. I don't judge you for that. I don't think you should be judged for that. Uh, there's another thing. Open liquor stores on Sundays. There's absolutely yes. no reason for liquor stores to be closed on Sundays, and you should be mm-hmm. able to buy beer before noon on Sundays. Uh, this is this is antiquated. This is the kind of stuff, and you can at me all you want to, but that's this is the kind of thing you want to generate income and lower your property taxes. Then let's stop being puritanical and doing it in name only because there is no merit behind it, honestly. And I can debate that with you all you want. But here's the thing: when I talked about that gender for show, the uh, the hormone blockers for show, fifty seven Republicans voted for that. That means the majority did not. Right. The majority did not. It, so it didn't pass. They got pissed off. There was one guy who screamed across the, the thing at, at a representative who's a friend of mine and said, this is your fault because he added that amendment in there. And anybody can go in there and look up who I'm talking about. He said, this is your fault. And it turned into a screaming match across the floor of the House. And he had to march over there and said, if you're going to scream at me, you're going to scream in my face. These are Republicans. These <laughs> are Republicans. Texas. He and I had a meeting later on in the afternoon. We had to walk off the campus. We had to walk off the Capitol grounds in order to have a conversation. He said, don't trust anything around here. Wow. Don't trust anything around here. And we didn't meet about anything official or anything. We just had to, we had to talk yeah. about a couple of things. That it was, we weren't talking politics. And I'm just, but he said, we, gotta, we can't even be here. He said, one, it may not even be ethical to <laughs> meet with you. So we're getting out of here. <laughs> so uh, there, but there was, uh, and Allison came back a scarred woman. Like Allison is, is she is, she saw so much yesterday. She's like, she started calling it 50 shades of Republicans. She yeah. said, it's not even red anymore. It's pink. Yeah. Because these people are so disgusting. Well, I mean, you see how Texas is slowly turning purple. It is. Uh, and, and you know how many people send me messages every day saying, don't trust this person, don't trust that person, don't trust these people, because you know who's going to come at you, you know who's going to blacklist you, you know who's going to blackball you, you know who's going to try to ruin your life. It ain't going to be the left. It's going to be the Republicans. It's yep. going to be the GOP establishment. You're not part of it. The TEC, is gonna, the Texas Ethics Commission is going to come after you. You're going to have all these things. Um, you know, it's like we're squeaky clean, man. I ain't never been this squeaky in my life. Right. <laughs> but but we're we're squeaky in the way we're doing things. I mean, we 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 aim seven times before we pull the trigger yeah. at this point. Well, and and that, we know we're a target. And the OK, so but the, going back to the hormone blocker mm-hmm. uh, bill, that is a very real thing that's actually taking place right now. There's a, at least one case I know of that blew up with James Younger, who is they're trying to the mother is trying to get his paternity rights. Yeah. Eliminated yeah. so that she can transition their son with hormone blockers. Here's where we're at, guys. And this is this is what I said at Whiskey Tango Foxtrot yesterday. In my speech, I said, our lives need to be defined by three things. I've said this forever. Identity, knowing who you are, knowing where you're going, and knowing what just knowing why you're here, right? It always leads to destiny. We normally don't that's why kids graduate with a degree in undecided. Because they don't have a clue who they are. So they go to college and they get indoctrinated and brainwashed with all of these wild ideologies that have never been tested in the real world. And they come out, they don't have a clue. And so studies have shown that by the age of 35, by the age of 35, most people have changed careers seven times. Jeez. Because there's so many things out there. They don't know what they want to do. So <clears throat> if you don't have an identity, you don't have a destiny. And if you don't get to where you're supposed to go and why you were created to go there, you're never going to leave a legacy. You're never going to leave a legacy. 
I told him, I said, history's being written right now. We look back at 1800s. We look back at 1836. We could talk about Jan- San Jacinto. We could talk about, remember the Alamo, remember Goliad, remember Gonzalez. We could talk about uh, uh, the, the Fannins, the Travises, the Bowies. We could talk about the Houstons. We could talk about the Austins. We could talk about all of these folks of history. But here's the thing. There's, there's people right now who are writing history. There's the Abbots, there's the Patricks, there's the Paxtons, there are the, the, there are the Biedermans, there are the Halls, there are the Toths, there's the, you know, there's the Prathers, for the lack of a better term. There's the Allen West. There's the people out there who care about this state and actually are being recorded for posterity's sake right now by the media on what they're doing, what they're saying. The problem is we don't have an identity as a state anymore. Mm-hmm. Just as you apply it to an individual life, you can apply it to the state. You can apply it to your family. You can apply it to an organization. If you don't have an identity, you don't know where the hell you're going. Yeah. There's no sense of destiny to the state of Texas anymore. We're being overrun. We're not keeping our culture. We don't teach civics. And damn it, people, would you stop telling me that I'm stealing, a, stealing votes from the Republican candidate? <laughs> Understand <laughs> civics. It is called a primary election. It is a primary election. It's embarrassing. You either win it or you lose it. If you lose it, <laughs> then the Republican candidate remains the same. And people, you tell them that, and and they're like, they're like, there will be one Republican candidate running against one Democrat candidate, and there may be a couple of independent or Green Party people thrown in. Yeah. All right? so A libertarian or something of that nature. Those people never register the scale. They never move the needle. I get what you're saying. That's why a guy like Matthew McConaughey, if he chooses to run as an independent because of his fame and his money, is going to be damn dangerous to the state. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. the guy is a liberal yes. in centrist clothing. Yes, yes. And you don't want that. But he's going to lure a lot of conservative votes yeah. to him because of his popularity. And he sounds like he just woke up and he's high. And y'all love to hear it because he's so dreamy. Yeah, I, I don't. I used to think he was dreamy, but he just looks like he smells bad. Yeah, he's he just going to go he ahead just looks and say like he hadn't bathed. He doesn't yeah. wear deodorant. Just, just soap or wear deodorant. Overwhelming scent of patchouli, patchouli. maybe. <laughs> and B.O. Patchouli. But he's dangerous. Yes. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling he you, is. I'm telling you, he's dangerous for the state. He is. Yes, he is. But so me, I'm taking the high road. I'm running to prime. I don't like the fact that I'm running as a Republican. I don't like because I'm so disgusted with that party. But I'm telling you. Uh, you have to right I'm now. I'm running because I want a primary. It's yep. all or nothing because yep. I would take votes away. I would take votes away. They're like, you know. We're going to need you to uh, you can do you know to get signatures, you got to get like 80,000 signatures on a petition before you can even get on the ballot. Right. And they're like, well, you can buy those uh, <laughs> like six, seven thousand dollars. And we're like, bitch, we'll have that done in 48 hours. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 80,000 signatures in the state of Texas. Easy. I, I just did a post this morning that got 10,500 reactions in less than two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me a break. I think we'll get some signatures out there. (laughs) Y'all don't understand what $7,000 means to me. Buy somebody's damn handwriting. No, we're going to get the signatures. Uh, But these are the kind of things, like, you can just buy it. You can buy your way onto the ballot. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, The idea of doing so, but no, primary, folks, primary. We don't know who we are. We don't know civics. We don't know the process. We don't know history. You think we're going to leave a good legacy to our kids and to our grandkids? And people talk about being fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth generation Texans. Oh, my God. That is a thing of the past if we don't change this right now. Mm. Because you know what? If we don't write a new history that is is on par with where we came from, it ain't going to mean a damn thing how many generations of Texan you are. Because Texan, Texas will be obsolete. Amen. Hunter Biden is up to no good.
From his shady foreign foreign business dealings to his lies in the media, the Bidens are working overtime to cover up Hunter's laundry list of scandals, and the media and big tech is helping them do it. That's why the filmmakers behind the Gosnell movie are making My Son Hunter, the Hunter Biden movie, movie to put an end to the Biden media cover-up. My Son Hunter will expose it all, the shady foreign business deals, the laptop, and a whole lot more. But they need your help to do it. Hollywood's not going to fund this. No way they're going to finance this. Uh, too controversial and exposes some of the most powerful people in the world. So so these independent filmmakers are relying on you. You can give a gift of $10, $50, $100, or even more. Help stop this Biden media cover-up. Make my son Hunter a reality. And your donation, guess what? 100% tax deductible. So go to mysonhuntermovie.com right now. Make your donation. Help make this incredibly important film. We'll be right back. Yeah, uh, I've said over and over again, I want, I want, um, listen, and God bless folks like Christy Noam up there who, in South Dakota, who said, uh, we will not allow illegal aliens in our state. South, uh, South Carolina said the same thing. I love what she said. She said, call us when you're an American citizen. Mm -hmm. Texas needs to do the same thing. We talk about complex issues at the border. These are the things that are unpopular. Build the wall. Do the best you can on the state level to support ICE and Border Patrol yeah. and because they're a federal entity. But on the state level, we can hold their arms up in a big, big way. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to stop sending tens of billions of dollars to these countries that are corrupt to make these people leave and come to our country. And we got to stop let, letting illegals come in here. But you know what? Money, 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 money. We I had a guy who came. I had a, a guy. He's like, well, what are you going to do? He came to one of my rallies a couple weeks ago. What are you going to do this different? I started telling him stuff. He goes, I got four illegals that work for me. He said, one guy, I have to keep getting him back in the country because I can't find white. I said, I said, you're asking me what I'm going to do. And you're telling me that you're engaging in illegal activity as an employer. Well, I can't find workers. I said, don't tell me. Don't come at me and confront me about what mm -hmm. I'm going to do when you're the damn problem. Yes, yep. yes, yes. You're the damn problem. And you want to talk about money, money, money. I mean, we were talking uh, a couple days ago about South Carolina, I believe it was, who the governor signed an executive order to ban migrant children, which illegal immigrant children, from being placed in their foster homes because the federal government is incentivizing all of these places by paying three times as much to people who take them in. Hmm. So so they're incentivizing yeah. you to incentivizing. take in illegal immigrant children rather than our own American children who are orphaned or don't have homes or whatever the case may be. It's disgusting. What I want to do, if I were governor of the state, if I were Greg Abbott right now, if I were governor of the state, I would put out a plea for 100,000 people to join me at the border as a show of solidarity and force. This is our state. You're not crossing this line. This is a line of citizens. You're not coming across. I may still I'd do go. it as a citizen. Isn't there an organization of like Minutemen or something that go down there and to the border from time to time? But imagine yeah. the testimony. You want to talk about building a legacy. Imagine the history that would be written if you said, we are going to take responsibility for our mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. yep. We, the citizens of Texas, are going to take responsibility for the state of Texas. We will not be encroached. We will not be invaded. I don't. And, and you know what they're doing? They're sending these un unaccompanied kids up here because you say, well, you got to have a show of force. And people are like, well, you can't do that to children. Right. They know exactly what they're doing. Yes. Yes. You've got to shut this down. 
Yeah. You got to shut this down. And by the way, too many Republicans uh, over at the Texas legislature are too scared of being called names. Yes, exactly. Too scared of being, oh, well, you're not compassionate enough. You're exactly right. I said it on your show. You're already a racist. Yes. Yes. You're already a xenophobe. So go ahead and do it anyway. Exactly. Sorry, Justin, you got to edit that. If they're going to call you that, stand up and do your damn job. Go ahead and do it anyway because you're already guilty with the name. Yep. It somebody does not somebody what you this do. morning, I saw my friends down there at the Capitol, and there were some candid shots of me hugging their neck or whatever. Guess what? They're black dudes. And this lady's like, You just want to keep pushing your racist thing and oh. say goodbye to people who aren't the same color of you. And I'm like, Look here, white lady, white lady, <laughs> why don't you deal with your shithole of Illinois yep. and Chicago? Because while you were typing that out, a lot of people of color were shooting each other mm-hmm. in the streets of Southside Chicago. And me, on the other hand, I said, and here's a picture of me getting rid of one of those people of color as I'm hugging his neck. She goes, oh, you're like one of those people that just says, uh, I got friends that are black. You just because you, just you hug people doesn't mean you're not a racist. I said, no, the definition of the word racist means I don't hug people of another color. <laughs> you should have told, told her you only shoot white people. <laughs> I'm like this. I'm so tired of this being thrown it's, around. It's if ridiculous. you're going to be called that, yes. go get the job done anyway and yep. just take the moniker. Yep. Well, the new minimum is two. It can't be you just have a black friend now. You have to have at you least gotta two. You got to have a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Justin, we got to multiply. <laughs> Bro, we got to multiply. <laughs> Look at Justin over there appropriating. <laughs> I love it. And Justin, listen. Anyway, this Justin got me. He did so much work. He got so many good stuff that's going on in the news. And I'm like, no, I'm just fired up, man. Um, but I, I said it on your show yeah. the other day. I said, you got to, uh, at some point in time, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You get crossed. You're an adult male. You get caught coming across our border illegally. Four years hard labor. Four years hard labor. You know, you keep saying the racist comment that, that, that we won't have anybody to cut our grass. Bullshit. <laughs> I got a plan for who'll cut the damn grass. <laughs> you want to lower property taxes? There you go. We ain't got to pay the groundskeeper anymore. I mean, you want I mean, real deal. Let's talk about it. We give you four years it. hard labor. Where's, Joe, where's Sheriff Joe when I need him? I love it. This is the truth. <laughs> earn citizenship. There you you earn citizenship. Yeah. I, we make jokes about the Mexican Ninja Warrior courses, right? In my shows, we talk about that. If you get across, you ain't got to fill any paperwork out. It's hard <laughs> as hell to get in here. Once you get in here, boom, welcome. You're a hard worker. We know. And you know what? And I say this with the utmost sincerity. The people who are coming to the border, many of them, they are the most incentivized, most visionary, most impassioned, uh, most innovative people there are. I'd love to have, if I could like snap my fingers and replace these damn rhinos and these damn progressives Thank with you. these good, hardworking people that yes. are coming to the border. Order, I'd do it right now. Yes. My only my only caveat would be you got to assimilate. Right. Because I ain't learning Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Benga a key. Well, I mean, that's... and a scoopay because I did enough dental work in Honduras. Which <laughs> means spit. Well, it's, that's oh my god. That's, <laughs> that's supposed, all I know. Well, that's supposed to be the whole point of them. If if the reason for them coming is because they want a better life. Yeah. You do, I mean, you have to assimilate in order to right. ha- get that better right. life. But, and but you know, there's a bunch you of you come to the better they, life. They, they the better will. life doesn't come to you. Yeah. But in the meantime, we have Kamala Harris going to South America to figure out where she can spend money down there to keep the people there. Yeah. Laughing and, all the way. Uh, literally. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It hasn't worked. 
Right. Well, well, uh, maybe you stop providing the freaking magnets for them to come here. Hey, for Tom starters. Bidette, we're going to turn the light off for you. That's yeah. what you just like the old Motel 6 commercials, right? Turn it. We're going to leave a light on for you. Yeah, we're we not going to leave the light on. We turned the beacon on. It's yes. a lighthouse saying, yep. come, you're welcome. Yep. Wave you through. Votes, come votes, in. No, votes, you, votes, 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 votes. I'm telling you, man, this, th- ooh, yeah. public service, <laughs> oh political office should be like jury duty. Everybody should have to have a hand in it. Everybody at some point in time in your life should have to have a hand in some level of it. It should be like jury duty. And you might not serve but one year, but by God, you need to be involved in it. And it doesn't come from not knowing enough civics to know that there's a freaking primary election. you got (laughs) to learn something about the way this crap works, man. And I'm an average citizen who could sit out there and make a million dollars a year, right? I could sit out there and make all the money in the world and not have to listen to a damn word from anybody. But I care enough about this state that I'm stepping up and saying, oh, Okay, I'm willing to put my entire livelihood on the line, all of my reputation. Here's my nuts. I'm putting them on the chopping block, (laughs) laying the whole thing out there for you, exposing myself, exposing my public records. No telling what's on the dark web. Mm -hmm. I've done it all. Somebody said, well, somebody said to me yesterday, the skeletons. I said, I've already said I've done it all. (laughs) (laughs) No need. My God. No need. There's no skeletons. That's not breaking news. Yeah, I've done it all. Come at me. Well, what about this, Done it? What about Did this? It. Yeah. What about this? Which, somebody, the- somebody said, but haven't you done cocaine? <laughs> you never with anybody that wasn't doing it with me. <laughs> Which, by the way, every politician in Austin has also done it all. They're just damn liars and won't tell right. you that they have. And, they, and they're protected by the establishment. Yes. They don't. See, here's the thing. When the insiders don't want the outsiders to come in. It's time to get the insiders out mm-hmm. because the insiders are the freaking problem. Mm-hmm. And when, the, when a guy comes along and says, screw it, I'm running. Biederman said to me yesterday, he said, be as bold, be as brash, lay it all out there. Just say it, whatever you want to say. And I'm like, bruh, you know me. <laughs> I'm there. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> and somebody said, aren't you worried about death threats? I'm like, dude, I've been getting death threats for five years. <laughs> I got one today. Apparently, I got little man syndrome too. We'll be right. We'll be right back. You're not little. I know. News, Natalie. Yeah. Party foul, Steve. Lisa Page made me do it. Are you back? Your show back? Yep. Back in, back in the saddle. Am I yes. your first guest? You're going to be my... Yes. Oh, my gosh. What? What? We're back in for a very brief time. Sanity. Uh, Josh Jennings and I, we wrote a book. It comes out August 3rd, and uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Man, it's going to be... I'm going to be on... See, here's the beauty of this. I'm going to... The PR firm at the publisher, I mean, I'm going to be on every show in America. Mm-hmm. I'll be on every show in America. Are you? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a bestseller. I mean, we're talking like New York Times bestseller. This book's going to be huge. Yeah. I, this ain't going to be the Dallas Observer. I'm talking about New York Times bestseller. They, they're putting all, all the aces behind it, right? So people are like, well, how do we help your name recognition? I'm like, well, funny you should ask that. <laughs> I'm going to be on Hannity. I'm going to be on Tucker. I'm going to be on Bill Maher. I'm going to be on you. I mean, we're going to be on Kimmel. all the shows. I hope so. Yeah. Be on all the shows. I'm going to say, you know, I'm running for governor, right? <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, when the outsiders don't want, or when the insiders don't want the outsiders, you got to get rid of the out, the insiders. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. That's a mouthful, but it's true. It's true. Amen. And I'm telling you, there's some insiders, Sarah. They need out. They need out bad. Mm-hmm. I know. 
I know. If we're going to keep the great state of Texas. We need people to stand up and write that history. That's what you're here to do. You got to write that history. I can't do it by myself. No. Can't do it by myself. But, but you know, I'm going to use my voice as long as God will let me do it. And uh, somebody asked me, they said, you know, you could quit anytime. I know it's a stress on you. You could quit. And I said, I can't quit right now. God won't let me quit. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it just like I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. How long that lasts? Who knows, man? Bottom line, I'm not running against a, an Allen West. I'm not running against a whoever else you want to name. I'm running against the dude that's sitting in that office that's got to go. And if a better man than me or a better woman than me steps up and they become that person, I'm going to throw all my support behind them. But they hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. So they got me. <laughs> they got me. And this kid ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that's right. Uh, come Good. see us, Oklahoma City. On April 23rd, get your tickets to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Thank you, Sarah, as always. Yeah, thank you. We love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.